Listener discretion is advised. This episode of Searching for Shame is brought to you by Clorox. Clorox! Just a friendly reminder that our products are only to be used for the following purposes. Wiping down countertops, scrubbing your bathtub, mopping floors, cleaning out your oven, getting those skid marks out of your toilet, and you can even use it for your laundry. It's 2020, I can't believe I have to say this, but our products should not be used for consumption or injecting into your veins. Side effects may include gagging, irritation of the mouth and throat, burns in your esophagus and stomach, vomiting, diarrhea, and may even result in your untimely death. How about you get smart and inject a little searching for shame in your veins instead? You can hear these ADD clowns anytime on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And make sure you hit that subscribe button. Clorox, don't drink our shit, you fucking idiots. Shame. 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 This is the Searching for Shame podcast. And now, annoying each other since 2003, Kevin and Bonnie. That's the listen I'm going for, Bon. SNL slash porn. (laughs) And your future SNL announcer, Kevin McKay. Hello. Let me get my hellos out, Bonnie. Damn it. Hello, 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 and welcome to another edition of Searching for Shame. I am your host, Kevin, and along with me is my fantastic co-host, who definitely, and I mean definitely, will not have a birthday party, but she may have a birthday gathering with no more than nine people. Please welcome Bonnie. Hello, Bonnie. Hello, hello. And you did say, as always... But unfortunately, I haven't, as always. Well, this is the new normal now, Bond. We're back at it. Granted, this this is is a new norm. This is our second week back. And I mean, we seem to be getting along so far, Bond. I haven't sent you any OCD texts, from my knowledge. (laughs) You haven't really been irritating. I'm assuming I've been irritating you, but that's. No, you haven't. I haven't? No. Really? Oh my God. But here we are again, back on the the internet radio, as we call it now, or a, a podcast. We had a great time being back on the show last. Last week, of course, we recovered Nick Andrews losing a testicle and Bonnie's dating life. Was and that just last week or was that? Like it was two week? weeks ago, okay. but I released it a week ago because Got it takes it. me, I don't want to come across as a whiny little bitch, but it takes so <laughs> freaking long to edit these things. It's very tedious and my OCE kicks in. I want to make sure I get that edit right. We want to make sure we're putting out a quality product, Bon, you know? We don't want to waste people's time. I bet there's some edit interns around right now, bored, wanting to do some stuff for free. (laughs) Who wants to be our edit intern? I got a deal for you, kid. You could take my one hour and 15 minute recording and clean it up for me, take up my uhs and my uhs, you know, when I stutter on occasion. I'll give you credit on this podcast. I'll give you school credit. I'll write a letter to your professor. Tell you what, we'll call you uh, an associate producer. Is call, that what it, I guess that, call that Kevin is Abani. what it would be. Yes. And they can use it in their portfolio. Ooh. That's how I keep bribing Eric to can do you websites imagine? for me. I'm like, don't you need to enhance your portfolio? Can you imagine if someone put us on their resume? Like, searching for shame, associate producer. <laughs> I put 
us on LinkedIn. We were on LinkedIn? We are on my LinkedIn. No way. Yes. I did not know that, Bonnie. Yes. It did get me a business meeting with somebody. Oh my God, I have to tell you about that. What kind of business meeting which are you referring to? It did end in a sex shop. (laughs) I'm sorry, what? Maybe I'm high, but what does a sex shop have to do with your business meeting? I'm just saying he contacted me. Never mind. I'm totally bogarting your opening no, right wh- now. No, this is very important. <laughs> Please elaborate. I have this no idea what you're talking about. Um. Okay, so let me be as vague as possible. Why don't you just be direct? Well, because I can't say this person's name due oh. to like HIPAA violation. He was a patient of mine at my last job. Contacted me on LinkedIn. He like owns businesses, does a bunch of different ideas and thought I was a bright girl, blah, blah. And well, I'm, you are a bright girl, but that's a whole other story. I think so too, but you just never know. It started, he had two different ideas for like, I think apps. I think they're apps and they are pretty good and one of them was for like helping elderly people and then the other one was for something with like sex toys interesting so he shared both of the ideas with this me. guy has very very different <laughs> interests <laughs> he does he does what the hell is going now, on Mila, so we met he lives in north austin and he's like well just pick a place down near you because i was still working he was like hey like you could you know i would like you to maybe be a partner or something high up or whatever and i'm like well what don't just throw shit at me like do you really want me to do business stuff with you or are you just making shit up did he want to meet up with you at like 9 p.m on a saturday night <laughs> no it was like uh after was he gonna Weinstein you <laughs> meeting but because I worked so right. he knew that I worked so it was like a Wednesday night we met at a wine bar on South Lamar aviary it's a really good place by the way he told me both ideas I think they're both very interesting which one would you like to work with I'm like I don't know do I want to work with old people stuff or do I want to work with sex toy stuff Cindy's well, the sex we, toy place was right next door we could assume that you want to work with the sex toy stuff on I mean let's get real I mean is that a bad thing but the the elderly people idea was a very good idea as well but I was like well maybe why can't I work on both I like old people too (laughs) how about this if you work with the old people idea you can put my name on it and if if it's strictly sex toys how about we just put your name Bonnie Sullivan but if you can make four times as much money unless it's a rabbit or a dolphin then you put my name on it what if you can make four times as much money on that stuff versus the old people one I mean you're you're telling me about this now I haven't heard about this at all so I definitely want to hear the details anywhere right we've chatted a little bit about it and maybe i didn't impress him as much as i should have was probably thinking how do i get this really hot blonde over to my house at 9 p.m on a saturday for this very important day on wednesday night for this very important business meeting i'm assuming covid19 got in the way you can't oh, no, this uh, was back in like january oh okay I, well keep us posted he on did these. not take me back to his house no on that thank god for that so maybe that's why he's not responding to my emails well please <laughs> keep us posted on this bond in All the right. meantime time, uh, I got to get into a soggy here. Bon, as you know, I have a big mouth. <laughs> Many times over the years, my mouth has got me in trouble. About a month ago was no exception. So I live here in North Austin and the closest bar to my apartment is Riata. the... Re- the Riata, hell yeah, the Riata Bar and Grill, which is about 0.6 miles exactly from my house. Up until about five weeks ago, I would go there probably a couple times a week. I've been able to make some friends there over the last few months. And starting last summer, I started this little tradition where I would occasionally put together a parody song. As you know, Bon, when we did this thing for a while, I was doing stupid parody songs. Not many people like them, but it brought me a lot of joy. And that's pretty much what it all comes down to, right? Because I'm extremely self-absorbed. 
sure. <laughs> so I was chatting with my friend Haiti, who lives in Kansas, but when she's here, she's Haiti's from Kansas. Haiti, Haiti. No, she's from Texas, but she's in grad school in Kansas. Haiti's from Texas and lives in Kansas. Yes. Oh, I love it. Yes. So I was chatting with her one night and we were like, from our perspective, the Riata bar is kind of like our cheers. Uh, oh, so we, yeah. So we started firing back some lines as far as what we could put into uh, a little parody song about the Riata Grill to the Sometimes tune of the, of the Cheers theme song. And here's what we came up with. Making your way in Austin today takes everything you got. Drinking with other degenerates sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go to the Riata Bar and Grill. They will bring your drinks and bills. Jess is playing games on her phone and Jean's running a game of pool. Corey once showed his cock in a short film. Chip can't drink past seven and Mackenzie can't mind her own business. Brian's still worried about a girl he dated two years ago. And Barry's got a new walker. There you go, Bon. That's the uh, Riata Bar theme song. So basically, everyone I listed here is people I've met there in the last few months and friends with most of them. And one of the lines was, Corey once showed his cock in a short film. Corey, Corey. once showed his cock in a short yes. film. Yes. So Corey is an awesome guy. Extremely hilarious. What's I, his last name? I will not be sharing that because he probably doesn't want us to oh. give his full name. <laughs> I knew a Corey in high school that became a stripper. Really? Yeah. I have not asked him about his stripping past, but this guy, at one point, I think it was just when he was finishing up college, he got an opportunity to make a little money before he went into the uh, professional world. And he was paid $28,000 to show his dick in a short film. Not bad money if just getting out of college. If I had a dick, I would show it in a short film for 28 grand. And if I had 28 grand to blow, I would pay to see that photo but <laughs> but that's not the case for me right now we're, we're in the middle of a pandemic i have no kind right. of money to who has 28 grand who has 28 grand to throw around covid so with that little tidbit in mind i then put together a whole parody song about Corey showing his junk in a short film did you tell him you were doing i this? did what and did he, say? he gave two thumbs up everyone encouraged me everyone knew that this well, song tell was me coming about Corey. like is he old is he he's about 40 ish 39 40 Okay. This is just a little clip of the parody song I wrote dedicated entirely to Corey showing his junk in the short film. Turn around. Look at what you see. A pencil dick that will haunt your dreams. Corey got paid 28 grand and sacrifice his dignity just to show his junk in a short film and now we've all seen the tiny cock of Corey oh, the tiny cock of Corey oh, 
Bonnie, that's the Corey parody song. What are your thoughts on my performances for these uh, first two songs? Give me your honest feedback. Well, I think it's great. They're great parodies. What was that song supposed to be? It was like the never ending that's story. That's from the never ending story, okay, yeah. yes. I don't know. I haven't heard this story from you, so I don't know where it's going. I can tell you it's all going downhill from here. Well, I, will, I will just tell you my first opinion. Did you watch the short film? No. Okay. Why are you assuming that he has a pencil dip? Oh, I'm not. I have no idea. This so is, if I were Corey, I'd be pissed like, dude, what the hell? Are you going to do a parody? Well, like, the, make me have a big dick. I don't know. This is not where I get in trouble. Oh, it's not? No. Okay. That was my first impression because I feel like, yeah, this something's going to go down. That's what I think it would be. This is a warm up to what is what is coming here. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the first two songs they sent out Everyone was very supportive. Everybody liked it. What, what least... do you do? Do you go into the bar and play them? Like on the Bluetooth? No, I, I have their numbers all texted out. Okay, got it. This okay. is the first time I've ever talked about this online. So I've you been... just make them and you send them out in a group text. Yeah. Here it is. Or like, oh, yeah, and it's supposed, supposed to be lighthearted. Corey knew I was writing a song about him. And everybody else did too. Everyone else did too. Everybody seemed to be pretty supportive. Okay. So this is where it gets interesting. There's a guy at the Riata bar. His name's Chip. Well, I don't know how long the bar's been open, but he's been there pretty much since day one. Super nice guy. I don't know him very well, but one night at the bar, he comes up to me and he goes, Hey, Kevin, why don't you write a parody song about me? And I'm like, you know what, Chip? That's a great idea. Not knowing him very well, I basically went to literally five to eight people that knows him very well and has a ton of material on him. I mean, the stories I got out of people were just amazing. Everyone knew I was working on this. Corey, the guy that we talked about earlier, he was like, man, there's a lot of pressure on this man. There's a lot riding on this. What did Corey say about his parody? Oh, Corey liked it. I didn't think I did a very good job at that. Looking back, there were some things I would have done differently. Corey's very lighthearted, so he's not going to take anything too seriously. So anyway, I put together this song about Chip, a guy I admittedly don't know very well, but the stories I've gotten from people are just incredible. I'm putting together the song and I'm trying to get 20 different details into the song (laughs) and I'm like fixated on getting all the info that I got from people, putting into the song. It's that good. Well, I thought it was that good. (laughs) I thought I crushed this. I put together this song. I'm up till like probably 12, 3 or 1 in the morning working on this. Putting this together and I think it's a fucking masterpiece. I sent this out and I think I fucking crushed it. And the next morning comes around, it's crickets. Crickets. And then I get a text from Corey and Corey's like, hey man, I think you went way too far. (laughs) And here is the song. I'll play it for you now. Hey, Pencil Dick, tell me fuck up. Pencil (laughs) Dick. Here's the song for your listening pleasure. Oh, Chippy, here we go. There's a creepy guy from Iowa that likes to drink a lot. Spends all his time at Riata Bar Grill and that is all he's got. Is he boning chicks with crooked teeth? Is he grabbing on Mackenzie's tits? His overall health is so piss poor he may have coronavirus. Watch out. Chip is a fucking douche. Chip is a fucking douche. He leaves sketchy notes on his neighbor's door. Chip is a fucking douche. He'll annoy the shit out of you. Chip is a fucking douche. How you gonna respect a guy whose own dog thinks he's lame? Spending just a few minutes with Chip and you will feel the same. 
his whole diet. Cause it's a thirsty goat and goldfish crackers too. And this motherfucker hasn't even been sober since 1992. Boozer. Chimp is a fucking douche. Chimp is a fucking douche. He's got a shitty beamer with expired tags. Chimp is a fucking douche. You'll find his name on Megan's Law. Chimp is a fucking douche. Chip a chip! You're a weirdo! I mean, Chip, it's one thing to fuck a 20-year-old with bad teeth and drop her off at Corey's apartment, but then she steals the lasagna out of his fridge? That's just fucked up, Chip. And why are you asking out your coworkers over Instant Messenger? Are you going out of your way not to get pussy? Chip is a fucking douche. Chip is a fucking douche. Ow. Chip is a fucking douche. Hey, hey. Chip is a fucking douche. Chip chip Chip's a big dish bag. Hey, Chip. Anybody tell me why Chip is such a douche? Chip's a douchebag. Chip's a douchebag. Chip's a douchebag. Chip is such a douchebag. Anyone can see. Chip is such a douchebag. Chip is such a douchebag. To me. Chip is a big fucking douche. <laughs> and there you have it. <laughs> oh my Bonnie, God. Uh, I want your immediate reaction to this parody song fail. Let's hear it. Well, just your pre-story about Chip. I would say I might agree with Corey that you went overboard. <laughs> When you said the 20 year old crooked ass chick stole the lasagna, that's when you went too far. <laughs> that's when I lost you? That was like if you had just cut it off right before then, it wouldn't have been too far. <laughs> I must have been out of my damn mind. Now, honestly, I thought I crushed it when I sent this out. I listen to a lot of Howard Stern. I watch a lot of those celebrity roasts where people just whack right. the shit. To be roasted, it's like the ultimate compliment. Say we're roasting Kevin McKay. Right. I get up there. I can do that because I've known you for 20 years. You don't know Chip. I like do not said, know Chip very well. He didn't even well know your name. <laughs> like, do you think he's a douchebag? Of course not. 
No, right. I, so I like him a lot. If Super I'm nice Chip guy. and I, this parody dude just made a song, wow, does he really think I'm a douchebag? And I was like, wow, these people think I'm an awful person. So not understanding right. it, the context maybe. When I'm getting this information from people, if I hear from Corey about stories A, B, and C, I'm thinking... Oh, Chip will be fine. Chip will be sharing. fine. <laughs> yeah. At least that's what I was telling myself. My goal obviously was not to uh, ruin Chip's day or piss off everyone at the Riata bar. I genuinely wanted to put something together that people would find funny and enjoy. Yeah. And the next day I realized very quickly that I went way too far. They don't have the same right. level of hilarity that we do. <laughs> yeah, because it'd be one thing if the guy was an asshole, but he's not. Super nice guy. He's beloved by everybody there. And I think that's why the next day Corey reached out. He says I went too far. A few other people. I was like, hey, did you listen to the song yet? One girl was like, uh, yeah, I just don't know. <laughs> And I'm like, well, that's uh, that's not They're a good sign at all. on another group chat, sans Kevin. They're like, what oh, the yeah. fuck, dude? Oh, I didn't even oh think God, about that. I don't even tell him. I don't know. What should I tell him? It was awful. Oh, my God. It was so mean. Oh, my God. <laughs> so shout out to all my uh, people at the RBG. I'm sorry if I pissed you off about the chip song. RBG? We had a bar and grill. RBG. You cannot use RBG for a bar. Why the hell can't we? The notorious RBG? Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Hello. Oh my God. You can't go giving Riata Bar the same. I acronym. didn't even put that together. And well, we all go. love Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah. And like, please so, stay alive. Just call it the RB. Both RBGs need to stay alive the Riata Bar and Grill and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. The grand scheme of the United States of America. It's very important. Are you kidding me? We're not going to go down this road, but we need our RBG to live. So wrapping up here, shout out to my peeps at the RBG. Wait, Can, so I'm trying to I'm trying to get my statement. The same wait, time wait, you interrupted wait. me. You yeah, you said it all went downhill. Have you been in since then? Have you talked to Chip? What did Chip nope. say? It closed down like right after. Uh, so I haven't even like seen anybody from there. I haven't talked to anybody from there. Wow. But I know that people. People were not very happy about it. They might think that you were like the biblical like nail in the coffin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this song came out about Chip that's not true and boom, we're all going to die. Maybe they're actually still open and they want it to look like they're not open so I don't go in there. <laughs> Two years later, sorry Kevin, we're so close to coronavirus. Maybe I'm 86 by then. Uh, who knows? Maybe after the uh, pandemic has passed, I'll Did show up there. Did you text it to Chip? No, I don't have his number. <laughs> What about now? I know that he knows that there was a song that I wrote about him that went too far. And I don't know if he's listened to it. So you need to call him. I don't have his number. Get his number from Corey. What I offered it? to do that. When Corey reached out to me, I was like, hey, is it something where I need to like reach out to him and say, hey, you I wasn't. Say, hey, can I please have his number? I just want to call him and make sure everything's okay. But I will do that. I will gauge it. He's an older guy. He probably doesn't I think I mean, what can it name. hurt? If he doesn't answer, you leave a message saying, I thought it was funny. I meant no harm. I don't think you're a douche. I hope that you understand my humor. I just want to make sure. And I, if he does answer, just be like, I wanted to call you. I'm totally willing to do that. I also don't want to create a situation where he like doesn't want to hear from me. I would hope that he knows and that everyone knows that I was just trying to put together something that was funny and obviously I missed the mark. So, you know, whatever. I mean, eventually it is funny and hopefully y'all can all laugh about it. But yeah, I don't think any bad will come from you just giving him a call. God, Bonnie, I hate it when you're right all the time. <laughs> okay, I'll Glad do we that. Can clear this up. I'll gauge it with Corey. But I did enjoy all the parodies. Thank you. I'm sorry.
Well, we're back here, Bon. Apparently, you want to do some sort of therapy session. Yes. I don't, I don't know what you have in mind. Bonnie and I were texting earlier this week, and she said that I needed to get more involved. I needed to share more because the majority of the last episode talked about Bonnie's party and Bonnie's dating and Bonnie's new gym in her garage and her blonde box. Sorry, that was from earlier. <laughs> so she says, you know, we need to have a therapy session. I need to get more out Didn't of you. Did we say that at the very end of the last episode? I guess I we, did. we did. Are you in uh, character now? Should I be in character or yeah, should I just you... be Bonnie? Ooh, let me make up my therapist name. Yes, I would my love to hear that. My therapist name is... <laughs> Deidre. <laughs> Hello, therapist Deidre. How are you doing today? Call me Dr. D. Dr. D? <laughs> What about Dr. Double D? Deidre Dillinger. How about D squared? But then it'd be D3, because doctor. I apologize for interrupting you. Please, please carry on. It's not about you. It's about me. I mean, uh, it's not course. about me. It's about you. All right. So. Well, Dr. D, I've, I've been looking forward to speaking with you. I feel like there's some stuff I need to get off my chest, and I'm just so happy to be here with you today at this crappy apartment in North Austin. <laughs> Well, thank you. Um, I would not necessarily call my office crappy. I think it's delightful. It's a delightful Dr. Deidre office. It's delightful. So tell me, what have you done therapy before? I have done therapy before, doctor, but it's been unsuccessful. How long ago did you have any sort of therapy? <sighs> Bonnie, am I uh, making this up or am I uh, giving I my mean, truth give here? me what, what answers you'd like to give me. I prefer honesty, but you can make them up if you want. Well, well, Bonnie, Dr. D, I have tried therapy before, but I have not found it very comforting and I haven't gone too far along with it. What would you like in a therapist? Like, what would be a cool therapist to you? Somebody that makes you be like, this was worth the money, I feel fucking right. I will tell you this, of the two or three therapists I've had, rapport was definitely an issue for me. That person has to understand you. The last guy I went to, the guy intimidated the shit out of me. The first couple times I met him, you know, there was small chat. And then I would walk into the room. He would sit down in a chair across from me and just glare at me and wait for me to start the conversation. It just completely well, made me uncomfortable. some of them do that. Was he a psychiatrist or a psychologist? Can't recall. I need to keep things at least kind of light to begin with. I'm not opposed to having a serious conversation, although but it's kind of terrible. You don't just sit down and start just blurbing everything about you that well, you feel like... If you just like sit there with this bald head and his glasses and like put his hand up to his head and just kind of glare at me and I'm just like, I felt uncomfortable from the get-go. There was really no way that the relationship between patient and psychologist really picked up. Have you had a female therapist ever? I have. How was that? Pretty blah. Pretty blah. Yeah. These are the kind of questions you want to ask me today, Mon? No. I mean, I'm trying to figure out. I mean... Because at the end of the day, we need to entertain our fans. People don't really want to hear about my problems, <clears throat> problems. which are multiple. What are they? Tell me. I just got my doctorate online two weeks ago for psychology. I what do you was mean you got your doctorate? <laughs> Can you but, write scripts? But before that, no, I'm psychology, not psychiatry. So what good are you for me if you can't write me any scripts? Why do you think so I would go? that's what you're looking for? Yeah, I can't believe I uh, sat through this and you're not going to well, be able to write me some scripts. There's your uh... problem. <laughs> Come to me for I emotional support. I don't have a drug dealer, Bon. Well, I, I can get you one. I, <laughs> I don't want to be your drug dealer. You don't want to be my drug dealer. I want to be your emotional support. Will you be my emotional support human? 
Yes. I felt like you were a really good therapist, Bob. Okay, good. I felt like you are someone I could talk to through thick and thin. You're my... See, I feel like you're saying that kind of fake right now, though. Well, I mean it, but I'm also being... But, oh, so here's my real question. You do throw that up a lot. Like, you'll get, like, the fakeness to mask the real feelings. Oh, really? Yes. Look at the psychoanalysis. That's you say I, I put up the fake? Yeah, a facade. It's a facade. I don't put up a facade. Like, hey, everything's jovial all the time. I'm good. I'm jovial all the time. What are you talking about? Are you about? really? Because <laughs> that would be fake. Nobody's jovial all the time. Of course I'm not jovial all the time, yeah. Bond. But I do know that I don't have to be jovial with you. I know that if I needed something, you'd be there. And I mean that sincerely. Okay. And good. hopefully you know you can reach out to me. Yes. But I certainly appreciate our friendship. I think it's cool that we're doing this 15, 16 years after we met. What are the chances that when I moved into Pacific Beach, California in the fall of 2003, my first apartment out of... 4012 Morel, number 4012 8. 4012 By the way, that ha well, I say that because my lucky numbers are 2, 4, and 8. That was a fun apartment. We only lived together for about five months. Only five months? I think months? it was only five or six months because then you and Talene moved in together with Tika, right? Yeah, Barrel. We went to Barrel and then when Talene moved to Seattle with Mark is when Sean and I moved to OB. That's when we got Brady. Point of reference here real quick. <laughs> Mark Sullivan is the brother of Sean Sullivan. Mark. Sean and Mark. Mark and Sean, Bobby, Ricky, Bobby, Mark, Sean. <laughs> Billy, Bobby, Ricky, Jerry, <laughs> Haley, Allie, Barry. Uh, I want to oh, oh, learn you, that. You do know that, don't you? Uh, but I don't know it, but I want to know it. Well, sorry I'm not good at sharing, guys. Uh, maybe we can have another uh, semi-therapy session at some point. I mean, we're getting no, somewhere. Nobody <laughs> wants to hear my problems, okay? Everybody wants to hear your problems, Kevin. We all have problems. And so mm. everybody wants to know we're not fucking alone. My we're problems, not all like my problems are very unique. fake Kardashian people that, I don't know, have fake shit all over. I'm not a Kardashian. Thank God. Okay, I don't know what Bonnie's doing over there on her phone, <laughs> but we need to wrap up, Bon. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> What's going on your phone? What have you been doing over there? All right, we're going to act this out. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, you're Skylar. No, you're Skylar. I want to be- How am I Skylar? <laughs> Because I started it, so you're Skylar. Okay. Um, I'll do it in the yeah, mini driver do, accent, okay? Do you have lots of brothers and sisters? I'm Irish Catholic. What do you think? But how many? You won't believe me if I told you. Why? Go on. What? Five, seven, eight? How many? I have 12 big brothers. You do not have 12 brothers. Swear to God, swear to God, I'm lucky 13 right here. Do you know all the names? <laughs> yeah, they're my brothers. What are they called? Marky, Ricky, Danny, Terry, Mikey, Davey, Timmy, Tommy, Joey, Robbie, Johnny, and Brian. Say it again. Marky, Ricky, Danny, Terry, Mikey, Davey, Timmy, Tommy, Joey, Robbie, Johnny, and Brian. And Willie? Willie. Will? Willie? Will? Will. And scene. <laughs> Yeah, we crushed that. Good job, good job. I forgot to do the names in the Boston accent. Maki, Ricky, Danny, Terry, Mikey, Davey, Timmy, Tommy, Joey, Robbie, Johnny, and Brian. I don't think your Boston accent is as good as you think it is, okay? It's better than yours. JK. <laughs> Billy, uh, Bobby, Mickey, Rocky. <laughs> I just said end scene. It's over, Bond. The skit's over. You made me think earlier, I don't know why, Seth Meyers, SNL. What was the thing that Seth Meyers and Amy Poehler did together? Oh, really? Weekend Update. Weekend Update, yeah. But then my favoritest one, when the first one your was about- Your favoritest Your favoritest one? My favoritest one. Yeah. It was about Michael Vick, remember? Really? Really? That's it. Really. I want to do really. I just said, oh, really? You, you gave me the Darren Headlights look. I just said, oh, really? Really? Oh, really? 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 Really
Michael Vick. Oh, so we should do that. We'll be back next week as uh, Seth Meyers really? and Amy Poehler. Really? Fun. It's been fun. I appreciate you coming up to North Austin. Your dad is back in town this week. So we thought I would feel a little limited doing the show around your dad because there's conversations I want to have with you, just not when your dad's around. So as I spend more time with my dad now and feel more comfortable sharing things with him, there are some stories where I'll just be like, oh, yeah, when I did that and I told him a story last week about stealing alcohol out of the backyard of a famous like hockey players. And he's like, for real? You did that? I was like, yeah, it sounds weird when you say it out loud <laughs> you, stole, <now." laughs> you stole liquor from a hockey player in Dallas? Yes. We the stars? Par- yes. <laughs> I knew, well, we used to party at his house and he had a whole like just one of those Coke thingies like you picture in Mexico that opens up like the big Coke freezer and each yeah. one's a line of like beer, beer, like whatever. And it was with two doctors actually, but they were the doctors right like your third year when you're still super broke. Right. So we had partied at his house and they knew they were jealous. And I was like, all his alcohol. We drank all the alcohol. And then... Did you make out with the hockey player? Yes. <laughs> so I had a feeling you probably like, did. When then all of a sudden his house manager just refills it. Like it's just refilled every day. So I knew that. I told him like, it's refilled every day. <laughs> So I'm like, I know where his alley is. Like, I'll drive you there. You guys can jump over. His dog's nice. This is his dog's name. They just hopped over to grab his boots. <laughs> so they jump over, like no grab bags of it full. But I had already, I did this in high school too. <laughs> Wait, I, you were in high school going to this guy's house? I don't know. I had done this in high school with another person <laughs> from like the rich neighborhood. You're like a I liquor knew. bandit. <laughs> I was. Oh my God. That was actually with my friend Corey, the one that became a stripper. How funny. What's like, you remember stealing like, a particular like expensive bottle or something that you knew was going to be missed? No, no. It was just these people were so rich that in their backyards, they had like big coolers just full of booze. Right. You know what I mean? Like there's your pool house and your pool and... and And we had a friend or my friend's friend. He was at our school, but his parents built a house in South Lake. Super, super rich area. Right. Talking about like one of the richest school districts in the country. Anyway, so he moved from our school, went over there because he was living in an apartment over here because his parents were building this multi-million dollar house. And then you go, I'm like, holy shit. And they had it in their backyard. And I remember telling guys that I hung out with at my high school, I'm like, I know where we can get booze tonight. (laughs) I always was like, I will drive. Oh my God, that's amazing. I'll drive my car. Like, I'll risk that. (laughs) So we drive over and I tell my two guy friends, I'm like, it's that fence right there. You hop over. There's the cooler. Here's your bags. Fill it up. So I'd go way down the street and they'd come back with bags of booze. They're like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, I told you. So then. How long did you run this scheme? I only did it a couple times. I did it twice to the one in South Lake. And then I figured it out and put like a light in their backyard. And I only stole from him once the hockey player. I think I told him afterwards even too. Like we stole your beer. Do you ever tweet this hockey player? Is he still playing? And uh, can you. Oh no, he's not playing anymore. And no, well, he's probably got a Twitter him. account. Don't you think you should come clean after all these years, Bond? Uh, he already knows. I told him. Where did That's you what I'm see saying. I, well, I used to see him all the time. I told him. I think I told him that, hey, me and those doctors stole the beer from your Coca-Cola. <laughs> well, how did he react when you told he told him he stole care. it? He doesn't care. He didn't care. <laughs> There's so many stories. I peed on one of his chairs once. <laughs> I was so drunk I peed on one of his chairs. You were sitting in a chair and just peed? Oh, no, I wasn't sitting. Like, I was past. No. That's for, like, a whole other podcast here, Kevin. All right, Bob. Well, (laughs) we're running late. We got to get out of here. Anything else we need to cover in episode 43? This is 43? Okay. Yeah, because last was 42. Last was 42. And what's 42 plus one? 44? Kidding.
Yeah. Yeah. Jackie Robinson plus. No wonder Chloe's getting an average of 25% on her inline quizzes. I mean, you can't even do. uh, I told her it doesn't matter. Just finish it. So now she doesn't care. All right. Well, this conversation has officially gone (laughs) off the rails. Bonnie, thank you again for coming up north. Thanks for that errand you ran for me earlier. Much appreciated. You're welcome. I thank you too. Before we got on the air, whatever the hell we're doing here, Bonnie's like, hey, do you have any nail clippers? She kind of mumbled something. He's like, oh, I need to cut off one of my nails or something like that. And I didn't really think too much about it. But then I go in the bathroom where she comes out and shows me her thumbnail is so fucking long. I feel like it was at least four inches. <laughs> was it Was it not that long? <laughs> heels no. okay okay it was like no. two inch it was long this, it was not even an inch long shut the f up i could have measured it it was it gross. was definitely the longest my nails ever been but it was not gross it wasn't dirty no you cut off the nail and then you threw it on my laptop because i knew you were disgusted by it and i wanted to gross you out it's really really disturbing. it wasn't a toenail i need you to respect my personal space bond okay <laughs> i didn't touch you you, you put that dirty nail on my it was sa- not dirty yes it was i just showered right before i came here that you nail put your was dirty Dirty nail on my seven-year-old laptop, and I really don't appreciate How it. How was my nail dirty? It was nasty. It was How gross. was it nasty? I gotta get out of this it conversation. It was white. Didn't have dirt under it. All right, this we're not gonna <gasps> do this again. Oh, for a while. that sounded racist. But what did you say? <laughs> I don't even want to hear it. Shut up. Pl- Guys, play the awesome song that everybody loves. Do now. you even know the outro? Don't music? you forget about me? Dun, 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 oh, dun. Kenny Smith. Thank you for reaching out. Props to you. He says that every time he listens to it again. Who is Kenny Smith and why are you... He's the one that got us um, the We were getting out of this. The catcher dude. The guy that catches all the balls. Zach. He's the one that got us Zach. I had a great outro. We were flowing and you jump in at about Kenny Smith. This conversation because should be over. Because he loves our end song and he says thank you. For thank you, it. Kenny Smith. Thank you. For- and he sent me a Facebook message saying, hey, glad to hear y'all back together again. He didn't say y'all because he's from Arizona. But Is there anything else you want to say to Kenny Smith? Thank you, Kenny, for reaching out and here are the songs for you. Thank you, Kenny Smith. WNBC coming at you to... What's his name? Kenny Smith. This one's coming out to Kenny Smith that lives in Arizona. Arizona, beautiful. Coming at you, simple minds. Don't you forget about me. <laughs> See you next week. I need to change my laugh. Bye.